Welcome. This is Sheila Murthy. Today's topic is using the Violence Against Women's Act, or VAVA, to obtain lawful permanent resident or green card status. For those who are not familiar, the VAVA law allows qualified victims of domestic violence to file by themselves or self-petitioned for adjustment of status or to obtain a cancellation of removal. It can be filed both by men or by women since the law does not believe in discriminating against either party even though the title makes it appear that it only applies or benefits women. A person who is filing a self-petition may file without the abuser's knowledge or consent. One may wonder, who is allowed to file the VAVA self-petition? It can only be filed by an abused spouse or an abused child or an abused parent. But for the spouse, the child, or the parent, it has to be the spouse, child, or parent of a U.S. citizen. For the spouse or child, it can also be the abused spouse or the abused child of a lawful permanent resident. Remember, in the case of an abused spouse of either the U.S. citizen or the lawful permanent resident or green card holder, the spouse may include unmarried children who are under 21 years of age in the same petition as a derivative beneficiary. In the case of an abused child who is filing the self-petition, the abused child can be an abused child of a U.S. citizen or a green card holder, lawful permanent resident. So the spouse of the U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident whose child has been abused may self-petition on behalf of the child based on the abuse of the child. And the third category of people who are allowed to file the VAVA petition, self-petition, is an abused parent of a U.S. citizen. In order to qualify for the VAVA, all applicants are required to meet the following criteria. What is the criteria? Criteria one, we need to establish the qualifying relationship. If within the past two years the abusive relative lost the U.S. citizenship or lawful permanent status, the applicant must show a connection between the loss of the status and the abuse. Second, the second criteria is the evidence of either physical battery or extreme cruelty. Extreme cruelty may include such actions as a threatened act of violence, forced sex, or psychological abuse. The petitioner must show that at least some of the abuse occurred within the U.S. There's actually a Ninth Circuit court case which held that an act of contrition which occurred within the U.S. may be part of the cycle of violence and therefore may con constitute extreme cruelty. That is, the contrite phrase is where, soon after the abusive incident, the abuser begs for forgiveness and swears to never abuse the spouse again. Then the abuse occurs again, frequently followed by more of this uh, begging for mercy, which unfortunately is a pattern in some of these cases. Um, so to continue showing the evidence of either physical battery or extreme cruelty, you have to show that you either resides 
previously resided or you continue to reside with the abuser in the United States and that you're a person uh, of good moral character. With respect to the special rules that apply for the spouse of an abusive U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident, we need to establish when you're filing that the, there was a marriage of a good faith, bona fide legitimate marriage, you can self-petition if the applicant believed that she or he was married, but the non-marriage was due to bigamy that is no fault of the self-petitioner. And third, that the applicant is a divorced spouse of an abusive U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident. The foreign national can still self-petition as long as the divorce occurred within the past two years and the cause of the divorce was related to the abuse. Obviously, we still need to establish joint residence after the marriage. So these are the special rules for spouses who are filing. The special rules with respect to a child who has been abused, the child must show uh, that the abuse occurred in the United States unless the ab abuse occurred abroad when the parent was employed by the U.S. government or is a member of the U.S. Uniformed Services. The child must be under the age of 14. If the child is under the age of 14, they do not need to prove good moral character. And third, children of an abusive citizen, U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident, may file the Violence Against Women's Act or VAVA filing up until the age of 25. So the general rules of 18 and 21 do not apply so long as the child would have been eligible when the child was 21 years of age or under, and one of the central reasons for the delayed filing was due to the abuse. With respect to all VAVA applications, the USCIS must consider any credible evidence which is provided by the self-petitioner to meet or satisfy the legal criteria. The person can self-petition under VAVA even if the foreign national had entered without inspection or has been remaining out of status or illegally in the United States. The unlawful employment does not prevent filing of the adjustment of status for such applicants. And the self-petitioner can claim an exception to the three-year and 10-year bar if the applicant can show the relationship between the abuse, the overstay, and then the final departure from the U.S. So there's a lot of provisions here that truly benefit VAVA applicants. There's a whole section on cancellation of removal that applies to VAVA applicants. A foreign national in removal proceedings can file under VAVA for cancellation of removal, which is the new term or the newer term for withholding of deportation to prevent the person from being deported or removed from the U.S. If the person actually qualifies, the foreign national is granted lawful permanent resident or green card status. For the cancellation of removal, the person to be eligible must meet all of the following criteria. The person obviously must be in removal proceedings. And if the removal order has already been issued or is outstanding, the person can use a VAVA motion to reopen the decision within one year of the final order. On the other hand, if there's a motion to reopen or reconsider that is filed after more than one year of the final order, it can still be granted if the applicant can show extreme hardship to the applicant's children or show extraordinary circumstances related to the abuse. Also, the applicant must have been battered or subjected to extreme cruelty by a U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident or parent 
or is the parent of a U.S. citizen child who is the victim of such abuse by the U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident parent. Again, for the VAVA cancellation of removal, the person must have been physically present in the U.S. for a continuous period of at least three years prior to the date of the self-petitioned application. The person needs to show that the person is a person of good moral character, and the removal would cause extreme hardship to the applicant, either to the applicant's children or the applicant's parent. The standard two-year divorce deadline, which applies for most marriage-based cases, does not apply for a VAWA cancellation of removal case. The hardship to the person, the person who's being abused or to the children, can be used to waive any issues dealing with fraud. The bar, the three-year and 10-year bar exception, as different from the waiver, applies for cancellation if the person can show a substantial connection between the abuse, the overstay, and the bar. The waiver to permanent bar for a person who entered without inspection is available if the person who is abused can show a relationship between the abuse, the overstay, and the reentry without inspection. No VAVA waiver to false claims of citizenship is possible. However, a waiver is available for U visa applicants. We hope this brief summary overview provides you an uh, indication of the different factors and criteria to consider. We would be honored to tr help you if you are undergoing a difficult situation for you, a family, or a friend. Thank you.